Fun fact about me, I'm not a big drinker. And the older I get, the more I look for new ways to relax. If you're like me, consider Recess Mood, a healthier alternative to alcohol. Y'all already know, self-care is essential here, and we are being more intentional with the things we put into our bodies. Recess Mood is a magnesium and adaptogen-infused sparkling water with real fruit goodness, only 20 calories, and no added sugar. It enhances your mood and helps balance stress for that calm, cool, and collected feeling. And don't even get me started on the flavors y'all strawberry rose raspberry lemon grapefruit tangerine they are all very good but right now the raspberry lemon is my absolute fave so you deserve a healthier way to unwind and recess mood is offering you 15% off so head to takearecess.com affirmations and treat yourself to a more relaxed guilt-free you and you can also find the link down in the show notes below Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets and so much more download the app in virginia today and get 150 dollars in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at betmgm betmgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly see betmgm.com for terms 21 plus only virginia only new customer offer subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days please gamble responsibly gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER promotional offer not available in washington dc grief we all feel it at some point in our lives and in every instance we do it's a different experience on july 9th 2023 My family celebrated the homegoing of our matriarch, my great-grandmother, Willie Mae Young. This episode will be about grief, so if you're not in a space where you can hear this today, then join us later this week for our pep talk or next week for our next full-length episode. What is going on, beautiful people? You are listening to the Affirmations for Black Girls podcast, where we focus on personal growth and cultivating a healthy relationship with ourselves. I'm your host, Tyra the Creative, actress, content creator, and mental health enthusiast. And today, we are talking about grief. But before we get into it, I want to personally say grief can be beautiful. And here's why. You get to experience a wide spectrum of emotions. Life is put into perspective and you can truly lean into what your heart wants. I haven't posted on the podcast in a couple of weeks because I have been grieving, so today's episode isn't really too well thought out. I don't really know where it's going to go, but I hope you guys stay on the journey with me. But I thought I should share how my last few weeks have gone. So today we're going to talk about three stages of my grief process. Not the stages of grief, but 
how I'm feeling in this grief cycle that I have been thrusted into as of last month. But before we do, let's jump right into our affirmation of the week. This week's affirmation is, my life is beautiful and worth being lived to its fullness. Let's go ahead and drop in, you guys. My life is beautiful and worth being lived to its fullness. My life is beautiful and worth being lived to its fullness. My life is beautiful and worth being lived to its fullness. My life is beautiful and worth being lived to its fullness. My life is beautiful and worth being lived to its fullness. What does that fullness look like for you? My life is beautiful and worth being lived to its fullness. Let's say it one last time together. My life is beautiful and worth being lived to its fullness. Oh, y'all, that is a beautiful affirmation. When I was thinking about what I would talk about for this episode, um, that just kept playing in my head. And I know it's God saying, Tyra, your life is beautiful and it's worth being lived to its fullness, no matter what you're going through today or what you're feeling today. So grief isn't only experienced when you lose a loved one. Grief can also manifest in response to the loss of relationships, dreams, opportunities, and even changes in your routine. And I just wanted to touch on that before we dive into the grief that I'm experiencing. But today, we are going to celebrate grief. Have y'all ever heard that saying, good grief? I know it doesn't necessarily feel like it, but grief can be a good thing. When I was at home for my grandmother's homegoing celebration, I couldn't help but feel, and I talked about this on my Instagram, I could not help but feel an overwhelming sense of joy and pride in who I am and the family that God blessed me with. And in this season of grief, I'm blessed to say that this is the feeling that I've felt the most. So here we go. (laughs) Um, I really wanted to just take some time to share a couple of the reasons why grief can be a beautiful and positive and transformative experience 
And I know that grief is a huge umbrella. And for those of you who are like, girl, what are you talking about? Grief, good in the same sentence? No, ma'am, no ham, no turkey. Well, here's the thing. The grief journey that I am on at this moment is a more happy one. And I know that's not always the case and it has not always been the case for me. But today I do want to take a second to celebrate grief and celebrate the grief process and seasons of grief that are celebrating a well-lived life of someone who has now transitioned from their earthly body. My great-grandmother lived to be 88 years old. And I said my great-grandmother, you guys, I just want to take a second to say how blessed I am to be 28 years old, almost 29 years old, and be able to say that I had almost 30 years to get to know my great-grandmother. Some people don't even have that much time with their grandparents. So Lately, I have just been thanking God for the longevity and the the richness of experience I get through the family, the family bonds and the extent of family I have available to me. And I'm I'm well aware that not everyone is able to to say that. So at the beginning of the episode, I told you I would talk about my three stages of grief. Um, So I just want to do that very quickly before I dive into why I'm saying that this is good grief. So the three stages of my grief process would be when I found out my grandmother passed away, I was still in Los Angeles. You guys know I live far away from home. I'm from Louisiana. My entire family is in Louisiana. So my grief process started while I was miles and miles away from home and I couldn't be around the comfort of my family during this time. The second stage would be when I arrived home and was able to be around family and the third stage or season or part I don't even know what to really call it because there are actual stages of grief and we're not touching on those today but the third stage of my current grief process was when I came back and this new life or this, you know, this new chapter of my life that I'm now living that no longer includes my great grandmother and I in a earthly way. And the reason it feels so different is because, you know, in the back of your mind, you always just know, you just know that family is there. And sometimes I caught myself saying, wait, okay, Grandma Willie May is not here anymore. So those are my three stages and grief looks different for everybody, but I just want to touch on my experience so far. So I found out that my grandmother passed away. Um, Well, she hadn't passed when my mom gave my friend a call and told her to find me and, you know, just be there for me because, and I may talk about this in a in a um, future episode, but I've had really bad experiences with receiving bad news while living far away from home. Um, If you guys want episodes on more of that side of things and my experience with receiving bad news being far away from home, please let me know. Shoot me a DM on the Affirmation Black Girls page or an email. You guys are very great about that. Um, 
but I haven't really had the best experience with doing that. So my mom just wanted to make sure that I had love around me. And that would have been through my chosen family, my friends. So my friend Alexis came and found me at, um, I was at boxing at this time. It was a Sunday. And um, she came and said, hey, my mom, your mama just said to come find you and then go to your house and call when you get home. We get there and immediately I started to panic and I started to cry. And Alexis was like, nope, we don't know if it's anything bad. Let's go to the house. And I'm like, you're right. But I'm terrified at this point because I don't know what's going on. Long story short, my mom finally um, gives us a call and tells us what's going on. It's my great grandmother. Um, They don't think she's going to make it through tonight. And right after I talked to my mom about a couple of hours later, she passed away. But I didn't know that until later on because Alexis, who... Y'all, Alexis is just amazing. Like she, I, I can't even bring to words like how much of a, like a, of a rock and of a great friend she has been to me. Cause I've just had so many, like just less than happy moments in the past couple of years. And she has been there for most of them. And I am forever grateful for that. Um, but she, we went out for the day and like got something to eat and just, you know, got our mind, got, uh, she helped get my mind off of what was going on. But immediately then I was like, okay, I just went into like a grateful type of mode. I started to say, okay, Tyra, you knew this was going to come. Um, she, she wasn't really sick or anything. You guys, she, she did have a stroke or a couple of strokes, um, previously, but she's 88 years old. Um, and then some other things happened a few years ago that really deteriorated her, her health, just familial things. Um, but we're not going to get into that, but long story short, I was, I started to go into a grateful mode. Like, God, thank you so much for giving, me 28 years with my great grandmother. Um, so yeah, she passed away and I booked my ticket home. The funeral was that weekend. So I had to, you know, shuffle and get things together within that week. Once I got home, um, I don't know, it was just this, this feeling of, I don't, how can I even explain it? It was just this calm feeling. Like there was a sense of sadness in the air, especially seeing my mom, that's her grandmother, my grand, my grandmother, that's her mama, my godmother, that's her mama. And I, I just, I was just grateful that I could be there for the women in my life and, you know, my, my uncles and all of that, but specifically my mom, my grandmom and my godmother, I was just grateful that I could be there for them during this time. Um, it was truly a beautiful thing. So the funeral was honestly amazing. You guys, it's the best funeral I'd ever been to. I felt so happy for the celebration that we gave my grandma Willie Mae. And after the funeral, I just made sure that I was spending quality time with my family. I was really soaking in that time and realizing that life is fleeting. So we did a lot of 
like family cooking nights. I invited my grandmother and my, my pawpaw over a couple of times. I kept inviting my godmother over my, I call her my nanny. I kept inviting my nanny over and, you know, checking in on everyone. And it was just honestly a great time for us to come together. And I will say this, my great grandmother was a very loved woman. Y'all, she had the church packed out at her funeral. Okay. Do not play with Willie Mae. Okay. And it was just amazing to see and just to hear like all of the stories from friends and things. And it, it was just overwhelmingly amazing to have been a part of this woman's life for 30, almost 30 years and to know her kids and for her to know me. Like I, I, my, um, I also got to know my great, great grandma, Phoebe, who is my mama's daddy's mama's mama. <laughs> I don't want to confuse y'all, but I got, she was in my life until I went to college until my freshman year of college. And I have just been so blessed to know so many generations of my family and really see how we got to where we are and these matriarchs that paved the way. So that was the second stage of my grief process. And I, I just really, my cup was full. I really f- filled my cup going home. And now I'm in the third process. And that is life after all of the dust settles. And I have just been very introspective and reflective over my life and what my priorities are specifically pertaining to family. I don't live close to my immediate family, but I do have extended family out here. And I was just um, thinking the other day, I want to get to know them. So the family that I have out here in Los Angeles is my grandmother, Willie Mae's sister, her older sister, Um, She moved out here when I was really young and she started her family out here. So my great aunt and her lineage lives out here. Um, A lot of them know me, but I don't really know them because I was so, so little when they moved out here. But I really want to make an effort to get to know them because I know that's something that my grandma would want. And I actually did get to meet her sister before she passed away. She passed away last year, late last year. Um, Her name was Rebecca. We called her Aunt Beck. And the splitting image of my grandma, Willie Mae, y'all, you would have thought they were twins. And when I met her and talked with her, it it really felt like I was sitting down and talking to my grandma, Willie Mae. And I don't know. I'm just sharing that family is beautiful. And I know everyone's relationship with family is not the same. And I'm not saying that mine is all sunshine and rainbows. But what I am saying is I am a very sentimental person in that way. And I'm curious about my lineage and people who share the same blood as me. And I'm going to start making more of an effort to make memories with these people. And my grandmother and I are working on our ancestry, our family tree. Like I, I really want to be more proactive about writing down these stories and remembering these memories and having it there for people to cherish, um, on end. So I'm in the third stage of 
this grief process and I think I'm doing pretty well. This portion of the episode is sponsored by AG1. As you guys know, I've been taking AG1 since last year as a part of my overall mission to live a healthier lifestyle as I get older. Now, I know I'm only in my late 20s, but health is super important to me and AG1 makes it easy because it's a foundational nutrition supplement that supports whole body health, y'all. Now, before AG1, I was overwhelmed with figuring out what vitamins and nutrients I needed on a daily basis. Because let me be honest, Who is trying to take 17 different pills and supplements every single day? Not me. But now that I take AG1, every morning I have one scoop, put it in some water, shake, and I drink it. AG1 replaces your multivitamin, probiotic, and more in one simple drinkable habit. It's filled with over 75 vitamins, minerals, and whole food source ingredients that keep my gut healthy, increases my mood, and most important to me, it gives me a peace of mind. I know that as long as I take AG1, I'm covered nutritionally no matter what goes on throughout the day. So if you want to take ownership of your health, try AG1 and get a free one-year supply of vitamin D and five free AG1 travel packs with your first purchase. So go to drinkag1.com affirmations. That's drinkag1.com affirmations. So make sure you check it out. And I've also linked it down in the show notes. Now back into the episode. So I just quickly jotted down five reasons why grief can be seen as a positive and transformative experience. And I'm going to illustrate these five reasons through the grief process that I'm currently going through. So one of the biggest reasons why grief can be positive and transformative, and I don't necessarily mean the grief itself, you guys. It's what comes from the grief. So the first thing is I'm celebrating a life well lived. So grief allows us to celebrate the beautiful life that your loved ones lived. And in my my personal um, experience, it's my great grandmother who lived for 88 years And through this grief process, I can honor her accomplishments, her experiences, and the impact she had on my life and the lives of others. And you can also reflect on your loved one's journey. I'm going to reflect on my great-grandmother's journey, and it can help me find solace in the richness of her legacy. Y'all, when I was looking through um, the obituary that my grandmother put together, I... my great grandma was famous, y'all. And I was like, oh my gosh, she paved the way for me. Here I am thinking I'm doing something brand new. Y'all, so my great grandmother was in the newspaper. Um, she's also in the African American Museum in Washington, DC. Her name is Willie Mae Young. If you ever go to the museum, so she was well known for something called uh, corn shucking. I think that's what it's called. And she was all in the newspaper. She used to travel to Texas, California. Um, she used to do, um, instructional classes and trainings for like jazz festival in new Orleans and reading all of that stuff. I was just like, Oh my gosh, that is amazing. Like, especially in that day and time and people were, 
were dying to know these newest, latest trends. And it was my grandmother who was like the ringleader of these trends. Like what? How amazing is that? So through this grief process, I'm able to celebrate this well-lived life and all of her accomplishments and all of the experiences she had and use that to inspire me to continue living a well-lived life as well. So the second reason is deepening our connections. So grief often brings family and friends together and it fosters a sense of unity and support and sharing memories and stories about my great grandma Willie Mae can strengthen the bonds between generations, offering an opportunity to connect with relatives and learn more about my family history. So I have a godchild. Her name is Mariah, and she's eight years old. And she knew my great grandma Willie Mae. And that's her great great grandmother. And it's just amazing. When I went home, we were, just ha- we were just having a conversation when I took her to Shake Shack and she was just sharing um, what she knows about Grandma Willie Mae and all of this stuff. And I just absolutely love that she will have those memories. When she was born, my great grandma Willie Mae took a photo with her and that was showing five generations five generations in one photo. And it was just a beautiful thing. It was um, my great grandma. It was uh, Mariah's mom. It was my grandmother and Mariah's mom's mom. So that's five generations in one photo. And I just, it's just a beautiful thing to be able to experience. And like I also mentioned, my, the church was packed out for the homegoing celebration. And It's just amazing how many lives my great grandmother touched and how many stories people had to share about her. And it was just a great time because the whole family was there. And my uncle Robert got up during the the celebration and he was just talking about how when they knew it was going to happen everybody showed up at my my nanny's house, my godmother's house, because that's where my great grandmother was living. And I wasn't able to be there. So that did kind of like, you know, sting a little bit. But I loved that she was not alone. And that's all that I can really ask for. So the family has really been been coming together. And yes, family should, it shouldn't take that for family to come together. And I'm not saying that that's what's happening in my family. But when the time comes, everybody always shows up. And for that, I am grateful. The third reason why grief can be positive and transformative is embracing emotional growth. So processing grief encourages emotional growth and self-awareness. So as I navigate the range of emotions that comes with this loss, I have a chance to learn more about myself and my own resilience. And this growth can lead to greater self-compassion and a stronger sense of empathy for others. And I'm, I don't know, I really believe I'm in a blossoming and blooming phase of emotional growth right now. And I'm, I'm honestly very grateful for that. The fourth reason is focusing on cherished moments. So Grief invites you to focus on the cherished moments you shared 
with your loved ones. And by reliving and savoring these memories, we're able to find comfort and joy in the special times that we spend together with those loved ones. And this practice in itself can lead to a deeper appreciation for the positive impact, um, specifically for me, that my great-grandmother had on my life. I had a great relationship with my great-grandmother. And through growing up and moving to the East Coast where I used to live and out here, I got to see firsthand just how uncommon that relationship was. And I just feel blessed, y'all. I'm I'm grateful and I'm glad that this is how I feel. Yes, I'm I'm sad that my great grandmother is no longer with us. But I'm so grateful that oh gosh, okay. Whew, I'm so grateful that I was able to be a part of her life and see what she was able to accomplish in her 88 years of living. So we're able to focus on the cherished moments. (laughs) And the last reason I jotted down for why grief can be positive is inspiring a legacy of resilience. My great-grandmother's full and meaningful life can serve as an inspiration for how to live with purpose and resilience. Y'all know she's a black woman that grew up in the South, okay? The deep South. Resilience. She was a resilient woman and through I heard a lot of stories during the time I was home and I was just like, "Wow, that happened. Wow, my mama went through that." Like, "Wow." But whenever I saw her, it was always her cracking a joke and even like all the way to the end, it was always her cracking a joke or, you know, just being her bubbly self and telling you like it is. Um, I remember one time, um, what happened? I was with my daddy and we stopped by my, my godmother's house and he came in to speak to my grandma, Willie Mae. And this was after she, this was like um, a year or two ago. This was after she had already had a couple of strokes and, you know, she had a little trouble speaking, but she looked at my daddy and she said, Ooh, you didn't gain some weight, huh? And I could have died laughing. It was so funny. And I just, that just shows just how her personality always shined through. And she was always going to tell you like it is. First of all, my grandma did not eat from anybody. Um, my uncle was telling a story during the funeral about how they, she had like home aides and the home aide brought her something to eat. And she told that lady, you eat it first. Cause you ain't about to kill me. And I'm just like, grandma Willie Mae, like she, listen, blunt, Frank, she is going to tell you like it is. And you going to know what she got on her mind. And I love that about her, but yeah, so through my grief and, you know, this whole season that I'm in now of grieving, you know, her no longer being here, I can carry forward the lessons that she imparted and the values that she cherished and just all the things that she taught me. And I'm able to see just how much of me or just how much of her is within me. And this legacy of strength and resilience and all of the things can 
or it is helping to motivate me to face challenges that I have in my life with grace and determination because I know the grandparents and the great grandparents and the great great grandparents that I have behind me that already walked this path and have brought me this far. And I don't know, y'all, I'm just, I'm just overwhelmingly grateful. Grief isn't just about mourning absence. It's a tribute to the presence of a life lived fully. By reframing grief as an opportunity to celebrate, connect, grow, cherish, and inspire, you allow yourself to navigate loss in a way that embraces the positive aspects of your loved one's life and the profound impact they had on your family's story. Grief, though often accompanied by pain, is a gateway to healing. It's a necessary process through which we find our way back to wholeness. As we welcome grief and allow ourselves to lean into its complexities, we discover that it opens our eyes to the depth of our emotions and experiences, and it sheds light on what truly matters the relationships, the memories, the shared moments that shape our lives. Yes, grief can be messy, raw, and chaotic, but within its complexity lies beauty. It's in the tears shed for the loved ones that we uncover the depth of our connections to them and others. It's in the pain of loss that we recognize the power of love that endured. Through vulnerability, Grief teaches us the value of resilience and the strength of the human spirit. Even if you're not ready yet to see the beauty amidst the pain, trust that it will come one day. Just as a storm eventually gives way to a clear, beautiful sky, grief will slowly lead to a deeper understanding of the world around us and your purpose here on earth. In the end, Grief is a tribute to the love shared, a reminder of the impact made, and a testament to the human capacity to heal, grow, and honor those we've cherished. Amidst the tears and struggles, rest assured there is a such thing as good grief. you guys you know what time it is it is time for our fun closing segment and I know we just had a pretty heavy episode um but I'm so glad that you guys are still listening and I'm so glad that I was able to share a little bit of my great grandma Willie Mae's legacy with the listeners so thank you guys for that so today's closing segment is going to be very you know low lift very light we're going to do recommendation of the day because I haven't done it in a while and I got some stuff that I've been loving and they are both food things and I wanted to share with y'all because last time I shared those Oreo um, ice cream cones, y'all loved it. Y'all was tagging me on Instagram with y'all finding it and all of that. So once again, this first one, if y'all find it in the store, 
tag me on Instagram. Let me know how you like it, all the things. So the first recommendation of the day, how you even pronounce this? Let me pull this up right quick. I have been loving these little packages, not even pack boxes, these boxes of macaroni and cheese, but they're not like craft macaroni and cheese, y'all. And they're not the Annie's ones. They're called goodles and they come in some fire flavors um i like the one that's and they got different names for them too so it's like twist my parm um and that's like a parmesan asiago one they got um movers and shakers which is a like a pepper one i don't even know if i'm doing a good job explaining these to y'all and then my oh this one is my favorite it's called it's the goodles brand and it's called down the hatch and it's a hatch chili popped macaroni and cheese and it's so good you fix them just like you do like craft macaroni and cheese or like any other box macaroni and cheese but the good thing about these is they have 14 grams of protein and you know that your girl is in the gym working out all the time so I need the protein to make sure that I'm getting all the nutrients I need so I've been having to have more protein and the this box of macaroni and cheese does that for me so this box has uh, let me see is it the whole box that got 14 grams no okay so each serving has 14 grams yes you better work each serving has 14 grams of macaroni and cheese and it has about two and a half or two servings per container and I'm not even gonna lie to y'all I be eating the whole thing in one sitting because I be hungry but I be getting 28 grams of protein just from eating that and that's very good for me because I don't really like count my protein and it's not even really big the biggest thing about the protein I didn't even realize that when I first bought it it wasn't until I looked at the nutrition facts while I was eating <laughs> eating the macaroni when I said when I was saying oh my gosh this is so good let me read the box because y'all know how black people be doing. They read the box whenever something tastes real good. So I was like, oh, wow, I got 14 grams of protein per serving. That's good. And the flavors are so good. Instead of just having like that regular white cheddar or the regular yellow cheddar macaroni, they have some fun flavors. So try them. Meanwhile, I'm on Target right now and they say $2.99 a box, but that's in Louisiana. I'm annoyed because they be like $5 here in L.A., five dollars a box but they that good y'all they also have a vegan one if you are vegan so you can try that one out they got a few they got one two three four five six seven they have seven different um seven different flavors so they got the cheddar mac uh the aged white cheddar the parmesan asiago one that i told you about the how you even say this catch e pepe e pepe it's just like a you know pepper pepper based one and then they have a truffle one and then the hatch chili the hatch chili one is good y'all i'll be putting some um like i'll be uh sauteing some onions and some sausage and adding that to it oh it'd be so good a macaroni and cheese bowl and they don't even use i can go on and on about this i'm so sorry y'all they use different type of noodles for different ones so they use like the shells one of them has like the regular macaroni noodles they also have like spiral macaroni so it's just really fun to eat and i really like them so i'm um i linked them down below for you guys in the show notes you can just click the link it's called goodles now the second one y'all okay let me start here I so at the top of the year and even more so since I went home last month I said I am going to dive back into food and drink 
So if you don't know, I'm a pastry chef. I'm a trained pastry chef. I went to culinary school after I graduated from college. And I have been dying to get back into food and beverage, especially like with my content, like sharing that with the world, because I've always been a foodie. And even if I'm not sharing it on social media, I'm still a foodie. But I recently made the best lemonade of my life. So when I was at home, me and my mom, let me start here. I was just, cause I've been, you know, talking about family today. So I'll just share this story. So when I was growing up, my mama used to make the best strawberry lemonade, y'all. Oh my gosh. Like talking about it right now, it's just making my mouth water. Ooh. So she used to make the, this bomb strawberry lemonade. So when I went home last month, we made some lemonade and I didn't have any strawberries, but literally I make lemonade when I go home because that's one of my core memories of like her. So I was like, mom, I'll make some um, peach lemonade because I had some peaches that needed to be used before I flew back out to LA. So I made some fresh peach lemonade and it was so good, but that's not, that's not the recommendation of the day, y'all. So I said to myself, because my mom was like, oh, this is actually really good. I said, yes. Now, when I get back to L.A., I'm going to invite my friends over for lemonade. So I invited my friends over for lemonade, y'all. And I ended up making a hibiscus lychee lemonade. Y'all, my eyes got bucked wild I was like what did I just do this lemonade is so good y'all gotta try it if you've never had hibiscus or lychee a lychee is a fruit I, I tried to explain it to a friend it kind of tastes like a mix between a pear and a grape but it's so good like I could eat lychees all day every day they are so good and then hibiscus is a flower um it's mostly used in like sorrel or you can have like a hibiscus tea very very good y'all I need to give y'all the recipe. So click down below in the show notes. Um, I'm actually typing up the recipe literally after I finish doing this. Click down below in the show notes and sign up for my um, food and beverage newsletter. That's going to be where I give you recipes that I make like this that just blow my mind. And I'm going to send y'all the hibiscus lychee lemonade because, oh my, like, <laughs> I don't think y'all understand how good this lemonade is. I've never, ever. And I put that on everything. I've never had a better lemonade than this hibiscus lychee lemonade that I made. I'm going to be making it every weekend. So what I did was I made it. I made a whole picture of it. And then I just filled some glass bottles so I could drink it. Oh, the second day. Oh, my God. It was so freaking good, y'all. I like I'm. <laughs> I want to scream right now because that lychee lemonade was so good. I wish y'all could all taste it right now. Like that's how good it is. And I know y'all probably like Tyra, calm down. I've never had a better lemonade. It was sweet. It was tart. The lychees came through and I put canned lychees in there. So it had the actual fruit in there. So good. So, 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 so good. And I know some people say lychee, 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 whichever one you want to say, it's good. So click the link down below for the for the recipe and y'all better make it and y'all better tag me on Instagram and you better DM me or email me at affirmationofblackgirls at gmail.com and tell me how you like it. I want to hear everything. Let me know. Let me know. Let me know. I'm not playing. <laughs> okay, 
I'm doing I'm doing too much. Thank y'all so much for listening today. Um, I really hope this episode touched you in some type of way. That is all that I have for you. Make sure you join us again next week for another episode of Affirmations for Black Girls. And make sure y'all are clicking that link to get your AG1, okay? They are sponsoring the podcast and we are so grateful for them. And if you want me to be able to com- continue making episodes like this, please, 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 please click that link and try out AG1. I would not tell y'all about anything that I don't use myself now. And it's so good for you. It's good for your health. So make sure you subscribe, rate the podcast, leave us a lengthy review and follow us on IG at Affirmations for Black Girls on Twitter. Oh, ooh, y'all, it ain't even Twitter no more. I need to stop saying it on X at AFBG underscore podcast. Um, we're also on threads. Follow us on threads and also follow us on YouTube, you guys. Thank y'all so much. I truly appreciate each and every one of you, especially you guys who listen all the way to the end of the episodes. I rock with y'all the long way. Thank y'all so much for listening. This is Affirmations for Black Girls. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.